Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by Five Star Junk Removal. It's been pretty busy these days, especially ramping up for the holidays. I'm sure you guys want to get a lot of shit out from the summer. Uh, get that, what is it, fall cleaning? Get that winter cleaning. That way you guys got your showings ready for your families to enjoy the Christmas time. And especially, don't forget, Thanksgiving, Halloween. That way you have a clean house to do any kind of decorations and then make sure you give the guys at Five Star Junk Removal a call. Where can they reach you, baby? You can reach me anywhere on social media, through the phone, through email, but 5starjunkremoval.com. Or you can give us a call at 805-769-7796. You could text that number as well. We know we have Instagram, Yelp, Thumbtack, you know, all the above. And like you said, let's get ready for autumn. Let's get the ball rolling. You're all right. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go. All right. Sorry, guys. So make sure you guys hit them up. Get that, get that code off and then make sure you let them know and get bro 10 to get $10 off of the first load. Give these guys a call, man. Let the, let the professionals do it. When you play basketball, it's not the same as watching the NBA. Same thing with these guys, man. You think you got shit clean. You think you can do it. Why break your back when the guys over there at five star drunk will enjoy doing it? Let the professionals do it. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of Bro Sapiens Podcast. I'm Bro J. And I'm Bro A. And what's up, guys? A good fucking starting week to football. Last week, we covered a little bit on that. Um, Very interesting. Well, we didn't cover it, huh? We just talked about the upcoming games. Yeah, we just said NFL was back. That's right. NFL was back. But we get a little recap. Fantastic games this weekend. Very interesting. Um, I think the NFL script writers are a little pissed off at Aaron Rodgers completely fucking tearing an Achilles. Uh, tore an Achilles heel. Very, very odd. Very strange injury. I don't know. Uh, first thoughts on that. Um, Aaron Rodgers has had problems with it. He's definitely had problems with it. If you go back and do your research, he's definitely struggled with that foot. So it's kind of funny when you hear that guy was just fucking around, but it's really funny to hear people talk about NFL script writing, but it's usually just a bunch of casuals who don't know shit and just want to talk shit, but go back and look at the career and go back. And, 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 and the reason I know that is because he struggled on that same leg limping when he smoked the Cowboys and took him out of the playoffs a couple of years back. And uh, before that as well, he also had problems with that foot. So I don't think it's a lot of the NFL script writing. I think it's just a tainted foot. I think it's also that he's, um, reaching almost 40 as well. I mean, you could throw that in there as well. That dude's won a Super Bowl. Uh, personally, I think he's should have won more, but the guy's done everything. I mean, he's a fantastic quarterback. Not everybody's favorite, but because he speaks his mind about the... Can't say what it is. That way AI doesn't pick it up. But it's... Um, it's a guy who's done everything. Not the Like I said, not the most popular quarterback because he speaks freely. <coughs> because he speaks freely. <laughs> But I don't know, man. Other than that, Zach Wilson is back at the helm, which is good for us because we play them next week. Dallas, yeah. Dallas plays the Jets. Although, so, although they didn't do that bad when he got hurt. 
No, he didn't. They were in there. <laughs> they were pretty good. Dude, Salah is a good co- is a good is a, is a good coach. And they're out for the, he's out for the season. So oh, he's fucked, dude. You know what I mean? So yeah, they better get better figure something out. Yeah, he's. They didn't look bad though, so I'm sure it'll be mm-hmm. a battle. He was in it, but but you know I give credit again to the coach. Hopefully, I mean, well, hopefully for you, you fucking you guys shut them out like you did last week to the Giants. Yeah, the Gi- we own the Giants though, dude. Like it's crazy. I think out of the last eleven outings, we're ten and one. I think. Damn. I, but it, it, it's something crazy, bro. Like what Aaron Rodgers does to Chicago, Dak Prescott does to the Giants. I mean, it's 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 not even close. I mean. It's crazy, but that's how when Brady was on the Patriots, that's how he was on against Rivers. I think Rivers was like, I think well, I think Brady was like fifteen and three against Rivers. Wow! It just it was I don't know if it was star well, Eli, power. Eli Manning used star to struck. I don't know what it was, but Eli who, Manning used to beat uh, Tom Brady. Oh, would he? Yeah, and I think I think the Saints too. I think the Saints always gave Tom Brady a a run for just the Saints in general. Mm-hmm. Because I think they beat them too when they were just running Taysom Hill at the helm, and uh, what was the other guy that was there for? I think it was Jameis Winston. Okay, but that's like when in the Rivers you still always have the number from the Raiders, dude. They went yeah. the Chargers at one point were twenty one and zero against the Raiders, twenty one straight games without losing. Can you imagine being the Raiders and just being like, "Well, we're gonna go lose"? I mean, you don't have that mentality in it, but you're just like, "Fuck, it's happening again." And, and you know what's funny about that is the the Raiders are number one in the AFC West right now. Yeah. You know what's sad, bro? Where I went to high school, everybody, man, when we used to play football, that was the thing, bro. It's like, oh, hell yeah. We're going to Shandon. We're going to win. It sucked, bro. It sucked being on that end. But, you know, we, we, uh, I wouldn't say we turned it around, but. Definitely made a difference. Well, yeah, we won a couple games. I mean, we didn't. There were dudes. Shandon, I think at one point was like zero and 42. Like Ooh. it was bad, dude. Like year to year, it was just always like no wins whatsoever. I think Rick Acebo, who was fucking a fantastic man, a super fucking coach, great man, bro. I love that dude. Um, bro, I went in there with no knowledge of any of it. I, I knew I knew the rules and I knew the sport, but I never played it, bro. I played soccer all my life and shit, and that motherfucker just taught me so much. And it was crazy, bro. Like, we got some wins. I think he brought a win first. Like, I hadn't won, like, in four or five straight years. Dang. Yeah, dude. It was bad. That's pretty good, though. Which was weird, too, because the coach, Kevin knows him, dude. Kevin, Kevin, your brother knows who he is. Is uh, um, <laughs> He always talks shit about his son. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? Um, it's, uh, co- his name was Coach Kuhn. But um, I think... Kevin knows who he is. If I, I, I think he knows who he is. He had a son, who was a who was a hoto, I think. <laughs> he's yeah, he's a puto. <laughs> you can't say that, but whatever. That's what he was. But um, dude, he was such like every time I'd go by practice and and I would see them practicing, bro, I'd be like, damn, fool, why do these fools suck? Like, you know what I mean? Like when I would go to the park and I used to play soccer with some fools right there and, and Shannon and shit when we were little. We used to fucking put up like soccer shoes or like just our regular shoes as goalie boxes and we would get cascaritas going and shit. Mm-hmm. And I would see those fools practicing because we wait till they finish practicing because sometimes we would use the goalposts as goalies. And bro, like they were so ass. They, they were so ass, but they're, when they practice, bro, you're like, damn, these fools are kind of big, you know? It's like and they always sucked, bro. It's crazy. There's but. no game plan or something. Yeah. So I know what it's like to be on a team with the receiving end. Um, but it's interesting. Like, I don't know. I wonder how it is. I would I would love to 
eventually one day, bro, one day we're going to be interviewing big people. Watch. Um, eventually down the road. It's a longevity thing. Yeah, it's going to happen. It is. I think so. Whether people want to hear it or not. And, and you know, they might say we're cringe. They're going to be like, these fools are cringe. That's fine. I know, I know some people look, when I put my stories up, I know some people just, I'm sure as soon as they see my story, they just forward tap and go to the next story. Oh, yeah. They probably don't want to see it. Yeah. And I can see it on the analytics too. Because you can says it tells you someone forward or backwards. Like, all right, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not because about it. With you, when you when we upload clips, you can see who watched it and then they didn't see the other next two. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Cool. That's cool though, because I mean, the people that do watch is the people we appreciate anyways. That's the people that that's we right. that's people we're doing it for. Whether for it's, that niche community niche community, you know. Whether it's fifteen, twenty, you know, it doesn't matter, bro. I mean, we have somebody from and shout out if they hear us, dude. We have somebody from Brussels, bro. Oh man, they they they've been downloading every single fucking podcast. So shout out to them, bro. That's our number one, bro. Whenever that's sick, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like they've been they've been hearing us since day one, you know. And it's like we're gonna now, shout make, out to you, whoever you are, male or female, we don't know. We're gonna shout make out. it, bro. We're gonna make it, bro. Because you know what? The one thing that I know is when we both joined powers and we, we when we decided to become a synergy, there's nothing that you haven't touched that turned into gold. Mm-hmm. You oh. and 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 I mean that, bro. Ever since you were a kid, and and if it's one thing, you, you're a dude who, and there's gonna be some praising right here, right? And, and I mean it. There's not some. There's there's not something that you haven't put your mind to that 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 hasn't worked. I mean, you set your mind to losing weight. You lost over over 140 pounds. You know, you wrote out kind of what you wanted to do. You've been doing it. You know, you 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 set out to make a business. You've done it. You know, everything you said you were going to do, you've done. And everything you said, I feel like this is going to happen. It's happened. You're yeah. not, I'm not saying you're, 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 you're Nostradamus, but everything you've set your mind to and you see potential in something, you have a good, uh, you, uh, <laughs> I was just about to say that. Uh, have like, a good mindset. Sound like Barack, it. dude. Dude, you have a good mindset to it. And, yeah, I try my best. Uh, I feel like we're going to do it. Yeah, I feel like when I when I, I choose what I put my mind to and my energy to, and when I do it, I mean, I just I just try to go at least all in or very close to that. You know, I mean, sometimes I can't, sometimes I slack off and stuff. Like yeah, everyone, you everyone. know, just trying to keep up with everything going on in life. But we're gonna keep pushing, dude. I know as soon as we get that video going, when people see our reactions, when we get our set and everything, they're gonna- we're really animated, dude. And that's what's that's what's missing. I feel like with us, if we need a camera, dude. I feel like our outbursts of laughter, and we've been controlling it pretty well, but I feel like when there's a camera in front of us, we're not going to be able to control it. Dude, it's just, it's, it's very contagious. And and once we get that shit, it's going to work. Yeah, especially since it's organic, you know? We, like, we'll mention phrases here and there from other podcasts, but we're doing it to pay homage, you know? We're not trying to yeah. bite off of someone else's style like a lot of people do. And no. people people know organic, you know? They can feel it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think, too, our situation is a traffic thing. It's very difficult to get traffic on, to get, to get, to get put into the traffic on YouTube. It's very hard. Yeah, well, especially when it's just audio. Oh, yeah. Especially when it's just audio. Because if, because if you get video, you might be someone to be like, okay, that looks interesting. Just based on the thumbnail you put, you could have put a clickbait, you know, or some little weird caption or, you know, something. And they might be like, okay, I kind of want to listen to this. Yeah. Or maybe whatever you, like said, whatever clickbait you put that day or whatever thumbnail, maybe that person was just thinking about something similar. Like, okay, let's see what this is all about. Yeah. And most of our downloads come from Spotify. But anyway. Or it could be like some someone that resonates with them. Like, damn, look at these two big ass Mexicans. What the hell are yep. they doing? You know, they'd be like, okay. Yeah. And check this out. Going back to what I was saying, one day when we're interviewing big people, I would love to interview somebody from that team. 
to just understand what the feeling is because I kind of know offhand from on a high school level what that feeling is. It's like, bro, like you, you feel like you have something to pay for. But for some reason, well, the one thing we reminded everybody in our league was that people knew like, oh, we're going to go play Shannon. We're going to win. But they understood that they were going to go home sore as fuck. We were known as the team that hit the hardest in the league. Yeah, it was going to be a battle. Yeah, it's like you're going to you're going to win, but you're going to feel it. You're going to have to work for it. Yeah. You're going to win for sure. Like, no <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> but you're going to go It's home. not going to be easy. It's not going to be a walk in the park. Oh, dude. We were brutal, bro. Like, me and Jose me and Jose Reyes, bro. Shout out to Jose Reyes. I'll probably clip it and tag him. Bro, we broke some kid's leg, bro. Not per... Well, I mean... Not... Re- we, we weren't like, we're going to break this motherfucker's legs. But, bro, we broke some fool's leg in Kuyama, bro. It was crazy. Oh. That's a true story, bro. Was he screaming? Oh, dude, it was bad. I don't know if he broke it, but he fucked it up, bro. The ambulance came and took him and shit. Damn. And all, I mean, we did kind of plan it, but we never thought it was going to be that bad, you know? <laughs> we 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 just we just called it. We called the fold play. Like uh, we were on the line. I was playing tight end, and we're like, "Fuck it, fool, let's fold." And then he and he this motherfucker called it out in Spanish. This fold is full on this wall. I was like, bro, I was like, bro, that's not part of the play. But we figured, you know, it was, you know, we we figured it was a it was a, like a twenty three dive. It was to our side, so we're like, fuck it. What's the worst that can happen if we fold? I'm pretty quick to get. He was quick on his feet, so if I fold and I go inside, he goes outside. You know, fuck it, it'll work, and he won't expect it. And boom, but we broke his fucking leg. Damn, that was gnarly, bro. So it'd be interesting to hear their perspective on regards to like, fuck, we're playing the Chargers. It's like, okay, well, they're going to struggle for it. I feel like that's the most organic answer is, oh, yeah, they're not. It's not going to be easy. But I, it would be nice to dwell inside the mind to see like, fuck, we're going to San Diego. <laughs> or, or fuck, the, the powder blues are coming to Oakland. Or, fuck. Or Los Angeles now and Vegas. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Back <laughs> that's crazy, the, huh? Oh, yeah. huh? Holy Both of those fuck. now. I didn't think about that. That's right. San yeah, Diego. The char- speaking about the Chargers, man, you brought that a man. They had a bad start. That's my team, though. If anyone wants to know, you're listening. That's my team. Damn, what an upset! Yeah, again, just that we went out the same way that we started the same way we went out from last season. We're up the whole game, more or less. Our defense is kind of giving people, and then you lose at the end. With it's always within two points, within three points. I think last season the Chargers had six games within three points. Jesus. Some of those one or two. And that's when you know your defense is doing something wrong, dude. Or maybe it's the coordinator. It could be the defensive coordinator, too. Oh, yeah, dude. The coaches have a lot to do with it, bro. I mean. But I feel like our offense is doing the fine. Coordinators. Our offense is doing fine, I feel like. Yeah, well, it's Justin top, It was Herbert. top 10 offense for the past two, three years. So Justin Herbert's a fucking savage, dude. And Keenan Allen. He's, he saw that he's, he's second also. place now for the wide receiver to the. He's he's the second fastest to 800 catches Jeez. of all time. Yeah, that's so, a dynamic duel. So he should be able to beat it. Hopefully, this season he should be first. Is Austin Eckler still running? Yeah, but we're, we're using three running backs now. No, everybody's. Dead, and I'm yeah. just assuming it's because Eckler get they use him so much the past years. He always gets hurt every season. Not because he's prone to it, but they they're just workhorse, dude. Oh yeah, but, I yeah, mean Eckler, they run him a lot, dude. He was a fantastic fantasy choice last year. I mean, talk about carries. Even this year, because uh, it's funny, my brother-in-law was playing the, what is it, draft picks? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or prize picks. Prize picks. And one of his picks was uh, 
Eckler to be, he had to get 12 and a half carries as one of his as one picks. So he's going to get it. Sure enough, by like the beginning of the, like halfway through the foot through the fourth quarter, he was at 13 carries. He ended up getting, I think, 15 or 16 carries that last game, which is pretty good considering he's not the primary running back. That's because he gets so he gets you so much in the red zone, dude. Because he's good at it. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a little tank, dude. Yeah, this was interesting too. Is like they were like, "Oh, what's gonna happen now?" Because I'm a Cowboys fan. I think everybody knows that by now. But everybody's like, "What's gonna happen now?" It's like fucking Ezekiel's gone. Like Tony Pollard's coming off of a fucking fracture, bro. Tony Pollard didn't even miss a beat, bro. Mm-mm. He didn't miss a step, bro. I've been saying it, bro. That fucker is so. Goddamn good, bro. Like last year, the amount of yardage that he had to the amount of carries was abysmal, dude. Like, and, and he had a wrong average. word, wrong word. Abysmal is not the way to say it. it. Was fucking amazing. I mean, he had fucking under like a hundred. He had under a hundred carries. He had like nine hundred yards. It was something disgusting. Damn. It's great. He had a lot, he had a lot of a. Uh... A lot of great breakthrough runs too. Yeah, huh? he was explosive. Yeah, he was think- explosive as fuck. You know who he reminds me of? Um, when Julius Jones was their running back, and they had Felix Jones. Like Julius Jones was your fucking like workhorse, and then Felix Jones was your fucking explosive back when they played for the Cowboys. Yeah, that's what they remind me of. But Tony Pollard's a savage dude. He and everybody was like, because he's kind of like lean, you know. He's like skinny and like lean. He's like. And everybody was like, oh, bro, like, he's just tiny, bro. I was like, bro, like, when people aren't Cowboys fans, like, obviously, when you're not a fan of a certain organization, you don't see the way they play. You don't see the type of plays that they run yeah. and the dynamic of the team. Yeah, that makes sense. When I would watch them, right, because I study, I study when I'm watching. I'm not just enjoying it. I'm also, like, it's weird, bro. Like, it's there's this great book called Bleachers by John Grisham. Great uh, author. Oh, dude, what a great book that is. Um, and it's crazy because it's talking about a middle, a bunch of middle-aged guys who go and watch a, a high school, uh, and they go watch a high school, uh, team and shit. And they sit down on the bleachers and a lot, they, they reminisce on life. And it's funny because they talk about how you never really forget and you always get teleported trans, tra- you get teleported back to that. And it's real interesting because it's true, bro. Like you can, you, you can straight up be anywhere do doing anything and then when you start thinking about it like you literally zone out if you like the game yeah you know and if you played yeah you start you, you start picking up on trends like you start seeing what the what the tight end is doing you kind of see him kind of signaling you see the way they're moving their feet yeah especially if you studied it like if you study the game like i tried coaching didn't work for whatever reason power struggle um but football and i mean but i did I've always saw things from. I've, I've I always felt like I was a better under like I was a better moder was it a is it moderator the word I'm looking for understanding the game better than I was playing and I granted I wasn't bad at playing it I wasn't bad at playing soccer I wasn't bad at playing basketball I wasn't bad bad at playing football uh, I was bad at playing baseball <laughs> but I wasn't bad at those those but I felt like I understood them more than I played them better mm. I just saw more things. I mean, I was I was trying to call things in high school that the coaches wouldn't call, and they were like, "Shut up, kid!" Like you know the fuck you're talking about. Till I was old enough to coach and prove them all wrong, won a championship, did whatever I had to do. But that's how I watched the game. It's like I watched the game from yeah, trying from to like understand an, it from like an analytical perspective. Yeah, versus the smash mouth perspective. Yeah, it's just like oh yeah, like hit that. 
Yeah, it's just stupid shit like that. Hit the gap, hit the gap. Yeah, I just watch it and I just try to understand it. And and, and I love watching like, I love watching how how coordinators change a team slowly. Like Dan Quinn, obviously I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm going to give nothing but Cowboy references. Dan Quinn is the most essential example. I mean, back then, bro, when we when we were struggling to find our identity as a defense, Micah Parsons obviously came and added a different element to it because you can stack that kid anywhere. But there's so many different players on the Cowboys that came up and are playmakers. I mean, you know, uh, Trayvon Diggs obviously helps with that as well. Uh, Stephon Diggs' brother. I don't know if you knew their brothers. Uh, no. Stephon Diggs and Trayvon Diggs. What's interesting is that Dan Quinn came in there, and that's the beautiful mind of a coach that sees something that works because he was a head coach for the Falcons. And he came and they, he was gonna, he was offered several jobs this year. He said, nah, I'm staying with the Cowboys as a coordinator. Damn. He was offered head coach jobs. I'm sure they pay him pretty generously too. Oh, dude, yeah. Cowboys got money. Oh, hell yeah. The, mo- the most valuable uh, sports, sports, not football, sports franchise. The most valuable. And Jerry Jones only bought it for like $20 million. Fucking talk about it's worth it. now like twenty billion. Talk about a talk about a golden ROI, huh? But what's crazy um, is Dan Quinn saw that he saw what, and now you got guys in there, bro, that are just everybody makes a play. You got Odigizua fucking coming in there making fantastic plays. You got Lawrence coming in there making fantastic plays. Fucking Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, Deron Bland, everyone, dude. Everyone, just heavy hitters. It's just it's it's it fucking uh, Cedric Wilson, dude. All these guys, bro, that are just like so fun to watch, so fun to watch, and they are just relentless on the pressure. I've never seen, with the exception of, I didn't see him play, but I've seen the highlights. Um, come on, man, what's his name? Fucking fantastic. What position? Uh, defensive end, the best ever. Oh, come on, man. Giants. Defensive end. Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Micah Parsons is on his track, bro. That good? Oh, it would be it, it would be criminal to not say that. Micah Parsons is a fucking savage. I've never seen anybody get to the quarterback that fast. Biased, whatever. Oh, he's a Cowboys fan. Bullshit. Watch it. Watch it. And don't wait too long until he gets to your team. He's had a couple games. The Eagles made him look stupid last year, but watch. Mark my words. He's on the fast track to be the next LT, and that's crazy. I said it. Boom. Bomb dropped. Shots fired. (laughs) It's going to happen, bro. He's that savage. We need another LT for running backs too, man. Hola, Damian Tomlinson. Who do you think that would be right now? I think no one has his style. Mm. He was elusive. He'd run you over. He'd outrun you. He didn't care. He was a big boy, though. He was like 5'11", like two-something. In my opinion, and might I say the Saints are my second favorite team, I think Alvin Kamara was on pace to maybe even trump it. Maybe. But injuries... 
came back, had a very quiet, dry season. Uh, just it, it didn't work. Yeah, that's what happens. Um, that's what happened with LT. I don't know. I don't know why he just retired. I don't know, or maybe he had a silent battle or something. We don't know of because he 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 retired young. I think like at thirty. That's young. Yeah. And even at thirty, when he retired, he uh, number five for rushing yards of all time. So I'm assuming if you would have gone like other running backs, what do you think these? You go to like 34, 33? Because they, they seem like running backs kind of tap out pretty quick. If Christian McCaffrey didn't hurt himself so much, maybe Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, he's just always hurt though. And I think yeah, and, and then LT has the most uh, I think rookie yards, right? I think of so. all time. But you know, the times pass. Yeah, but, records are meant to be broken. And then, but look, but football is different back then too. Because back then he had he had coverage. He he was behind Lorenzo Neal when people yeah. use fullbacks. Well, football was more smash mouth back then, dude. I miss I miss fullbacks. Lorenzo Neal specifically, dude. The last the the last the last true true fullback in my opinion was recently, and I don't see anymore. It's Kyle Juszczyk. Yeah. From the 49ers. Big, too. Yeah. There was another one, too, on the Ravens. Well, I guess um, that. What's his name from the Titans? Who? He's a running back, but he, that's a fullback, dude. Who? That big old dude. The running back. Oh, Devontae Henry? Yeah. Whatever. But he's a running back, though. His his He looks like a fucking... I mean, back, dude, he looks like Back a, then, he'd be a fullback. He looks like a linebacker. <laughs> he's huge. He's huge. But... He plays the position, though. He, play, he plays the halfback position. Mm-hmm. He, he, he know where... It's just called a running back. Why now. do you think they don't use fullbacks anymore? It doesn't work. They say it's just too fast. Like the league has. So the reasoning for it is that the league is too fast. Defenses have become so so amazing that that you're you're crippling your passing game by getting a guy by wasting a guy back there. I don't. Feel, I feel like it would work. Some teams should try it. Well, like I said, Kyle Juszczyk with uh and uh, what's the what's the coach for the 49ers? Um. Skinny guy with the big ass ears. Um, oh, yeah. fuck! I forgot his name, but Shanahan. Yeah. Um, is it Shanahan? Yeah, it is. One of the little shirts. Yeah, but the, like, he, golf shirts. He he's one of the ones that utilizes it. it's good, but I mean it's not. It doesn't work. It's, it's, the defense. The defenses have become so so versatile that you can't do it. You know, it's just. Yeah, I know the Chargers kind of when they had Tolbert, they were kind of messing with it still. Yeah. And Tober did all right. Well, Ricard, too, was another one who was a true fucking fullback, too. Ricard from the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricard was was one of the last ones, too. It seems like a fullback was just a nose guard for the That's offense. what I played. Right, you know? Fullback mm-hmm. was just like a nose guard in the offense that ran the ball. Yup. And it's weird, too, in the in the, in the, in the UFC. We'll <laughs> in get the, to that. In the NFL, there's, yeah, it's rare, it's rare to give fullbacks the ball. It doesn't. It doesn't happen. You know, the Very fullback was block. a dying position. Yeah, it's kind of sad to see. I used to love watching fullback, dude. I used to love using fullbacks when I played Madden. Well, when you have the yeah fullback dive, yeah. <laughs> but it, what's interesting is like you kind of don't need them, dude. When you have, like I said, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I can only speak for what what I know on my team because I don't know like every team's fucking roster. Obviously, I know you know throwing all these names out there. Yeah, I know power a bit, players. I know a little bit more than. Than, than some, but I don't know every fucking team. But when you have these big behemoth fucking linemen moving the way that they do, I mean, there's really no need for one, bro. You got these big guys that can fucking pull, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, they pull and they're huge. 
Like you have like you have these guys do like Tyron Smith this weekend, bro. That's so fucking scary to watch him running down and pulling on a fucking uh, 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 on a stretch play. They gave a ball to Tony Pollard. This motherfucker was down there with him. Big old six foot eight. Just hundred and forty pounds. Oh, my God. Running dude. a six second 40. Dude. Oh, my God. That guy's a savage, dude. Look how big this guy is, dude. He's like as big as Tyson Fury. Oh, hi! If he's weight, he's a weight. savage, dude. He's only thirty-two, too. <sighs> Size foot that guy wear? Eighteen, twenty. Look how big that guy is, dude. How much are they paying him? Oh, I don't know. They had to rework his contract. You should look it up. It's got to be at least what twenty he's million. Six foot five, three hundred and twelve pounds. Damn. Look at this forty-yard. There's yard. linemen look bigger at his forty-yard dash, four point nine. <gasps> oh my god, dude! Dude, that's insane. That's scary, bro. Yeah, yeah but I bet you. But I bet you. Yeah, but he's he's not a sloppy three twelve though. This guy's probably like twelve percent body fat. Oh, he's huge, dude. He he's a savage, bro. Like his body type. He's he's so quick, dude. Look at that. Huge. Just massive, dude. Huge. He he. It's fantastic. He's so huge. He's fantastic. But you look at these guys, dude, like, why would you need a fullback when you have that thing just fucking plowing, dude? Put him at fullback. And and he pulls, dude, but that's the thing, though. You can use him, and, and it's so versatile to have him up there because you can pull him if need be, on, a, and you need to go one way with the play, or you can just use him in pass coverage. Well, yeah, that guy's going to stay right. He's going to stay right there with the outside linebacker the whole time. Yeah. With that, yeah. I'd hate to face him as a defensive end. He he's been in the league for years, dude. He's been doing great for years too. Like everybody, everybody was talking shit about him, bro. And then he he really proved a lot of people wrong this game against the Giants. He did fantastic. Real blindside right there. Shh, huge, dude. Did you hear about the blindside? I guess the whole movie was fake. Oh yeah, how, well, he's, how he's suing them? Michael Lore's been been saying that for a while. They were just I don't think they were taking him serious. Yeah, and he's suing them now, right? I think so. Yeah, they're in a lawsuit right now. Saying all oh, that was fake. He said he said a lot of it was inaccurate. And yeah. we saw little tidbits of Michael Orr saying like little shit about it. Like he at first there was little comments like I didn't like how stupid they made me look. Yeah. It turns out that he was really fucking smart. Yeah, it's messed up. And yeah, they made him look like Well, I mean, the movie's fucking sick though. Yeah. The movie's hella sick. It's a little cheesy when you go back and watch it now. I watched it I think like this year. It was on I forgot where I saw it, but I was like, is this kind of Seems kind of cheesy now that I watch it. Really? Yeah. I, I I don't I don't think so. I like it. I think it was such a perfect movie. Just like because movies seem so forced now. We're gonna jump in now to movies, okay? That's fine. <laughs> I'm stamp it. We need it. to start making chapters, dude, in our thing. That's why it's so hard when it's just both of us. Like a lot of people have producers where they start time stamping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but. And they'll take little notes. It's difficult. It's difficult. Like thirty-one to thirty-one minutes, we can do NFL, and then after that, we can do film. Yeah, like f- films. But anyways, going back to Hollywood, disgust, dis- disgusting. But what's interesting is that that movie was so perfectly made. It was just like now movies seem forced. 
They do. They seem so forced, like they can't add natural comedy into it. And I know what you're saying about the cheesiness. I, I can, I can understand it a bit, but it's natural comedy, like it's natural humor in a movie. Yeah. Humor seems so fucking forced. If it's not raunchy, it doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. If it's not raunchy, it doesn't work. Like no movies, like no romantic movies or, or drama filled movies. Like, like going back to last week when I went to go see Strays, bro. Like I told you, I knew I knew it was gonna I knew it was gonna be cheesy going in because I was like four bucks. I don't care. I'm not doing nothing. Let's go watch it. It was beyond cheesy, bro. It was bad, huh? It was pretty bad. <laughs> I know you were telling me about it last time. So I, I see what you mean with how movies are now. Well, they're so forced. Like if unless I said like if it's not a raunchy movie, which they don't make a lot of those anymore, it's not. It's not funny, bro. Like, no. Zack and Miri make a porno. Like, that shit's funny. Yeah, like... Even, it's raunchy, but it's funny. It's not forced. Like, even, like, the... What's the one with the... Harold and Kumar? Those were funny. Harold dude. and Kumar go to White so Castle. Dumb, it was funny. American, American Pie, Pie. Not Another Teen Movie. Oh, Those dude. are cheesy, but they're fucking funny. Super bad. Super bad. Anything with Will Ferrell, 30 seconds really. or less. All the Will Ferrell saga movies. That whole, like, those four years where he was just in everything... All those, the Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Dude, I love that movie. Barracuda. But, dude, I know that shit's so funny. Uh, that movie. Even Hot Rod? The Hot Rod movie. What's the one with the Bears, the baseball team? Bad News Bears. Yeah. Um, Napoleon Dynamite. Do you remember Tremors? Oh, dude. Oh those. Those were cheesy. Or Gremlins. But they were good, dude. Those were cheesy. And Gremlins, those oh, were like God. the little fucking evil little. Toy Soldiers was a classic, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what was that called? It was it was obviously the, the sergeant. And then Gore, what was it? I am. What's his name? I don't remember. Dude. I know how to do the voice. I used voice, to be obsessed but... with that movie, though, when I was a kid. Oh, two goes there, the kid says. And he goes. I am something from the Gorgonites. Or whatever the fuck his name is. But what was his name? It was Archer. Isn't it Archer? I don't, I don't remember. My name is Archer. I am from the Gorgonites. That little weird looking thing? Yeah, it was like a little like troll looking. He wasn't a troll looking. You know what really good one I liked back then too though? Was the Indian in the cupboard. I fucking dude. love that movie. Adam Beach is in that movie, that movie I think. so good. Oh my god, dude! My that movie's so fire, dude. Yeah, it's Archer. For, he's the protagonist. Archer, small story. He is the leader of the Gorgonites. That's right, Archer. This little guy, he was fucking dope. I mean, and if they can't recreate movies, I mean, if they can't make new movies that are good, just recreate these. Who cares? Was Adam Beach? I think he was an Indian in the cover. No, they haven't tried to cancel that yet. No, maybe, huh? For Indian. Whatever. A little cowboy, huh? He thought he was going to make... Yeah, he made, he, he made both of them come alive, right? He thought they were going to be friends. Yeah. And the cowboy was like, fuck this. Started shooting at him and stuff. Holy shit, I was wrong, bro. It, it wasn't Adam Beach. It was... A, oh, shit, his name is Lightfoot. So he was a real Native American. Oh, shit. Little Bear. Yeah, he played Little Bear. That's crazy, bro. So he was a real Native that American. Movie just takes you back, huh? When you hear about yeah, that, yeah, I love that movie, dude. That movie was sick. That one, uh, bro. I'm about to fucking drop a bombshell, or maybe not. Um, maybe can you believe I've never seen Hocus Pocus? Me either. Okay, then I don't feel so and bad. I have no desire to see it. I I do, just because I'm a big Halloween buff. But 
I can't even tell you what the premise of it is. I have no idea. Not me either. All I know is all I know is the word because it reminds you of Helter Skelter. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I just know it's the three, it's the three witches or whatever. But I don't know what goes on in it. Me either. You know what other movie I haven't seen that's probably going to be a huge uh, controversial thing? Mean Girls. Mean Girls is good. I've never seen it. I somehow end up watching that like once a year. Like I'm not watching, but I come, I'll go to someone's house and watch it. I'm like, oh shit. I was arguing with my wife, but. Mean Girls wasn't a staple mark of the 90s, right? That movie's from the 2000s. That's what I thought, but it wasn't a staple mark of the 90s or the 2000s. Was it? Yeah. Was it a staple I, mark? I'd say, I think it was a pretty big in pop culture. Really? Yeah, because people, yeah, no, you definitely, because I've even used references from it. Like what? You can't sit here. Oh, really? When people say that, they're usually referring to that movie or Forrest oh. Gump. One of the two. But Forrest Gump is like, can't sit here. Uh, dude, Forrest Seat's Gump. Seat's taken. Forrest Gump. Taken. You guys brothers? <laughs> you can sit here if you want. Oh, uh, dude, that movie's so fire. That movie's so good. That was Are funny. you stupid or something? <laughs> My mama said stupid is a stupid does. <laughs> dude, that movie's so good. Where are you guys where you where are you guys from anyway? Alabama. <laughs> you guys related? Uh, sure. No, sir, we are not relations. Related. What's wrong with your lips? I was born with big gums, sir. <laughs> Better tuck that in before I get caught in tripwire. <laughs> well, I, d- dude, if you've noticed that part, he says they're safely from Alabama, right? Uh-huh. And then the fuz- they don't even pay attention. He goes, well, I've been to Little Rock. It's a fine little town. That's Arkansas. not even in Alabama. It's, it's in Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> it's stupid. Dude, that shit's so funny when they salute him. He goes, "Don't hey, put your fucking hand yeah, down. Yeah. Don't you dare salute me in country." There's a bunch of there's a bunch of Vietnam soldiers that would like no nothing better than to grease a, an officer. Dude, I feel like anything Tom Hanks touches is good. Yeah. What movie has made it a flop? Turner and Hooch, and even then it was kind of big. Even then, I bet the acting was great. I haven't yeah. seen it. I haven't seen much movies. Dude, even the new Castaway is great. Dude. Oh, dude. Pinchy Spalding. Woody, come on. Dude, Woody. My favorite Tom Hanks movie, is though, he has see, to be is big. Is in Seattle, Tom Hanks? I don't know. You've Got Mail is a badass movie, también. Have you seen that one? No, I Ooh, haven't. Ooh, it's hasta perrona, bro. Especially that you're getting into, like, love movies. Mm-hmm. Watch You've Got Mail. It's just sick, bro. I'm pretty sure it's... it's uh. Sleepless in Seattle is good, but maybe it's not. Not maybe I think it's not Tom Hanks. I'm pretty sure it's it's. Uh, you should just look up Tom Hanks' little. Yeah, it is. Tachingon hasta movie, bro. Just look up Tom Hanks. Uh, Dave Chappelle's in it. His resume. Oh, dude, Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's a fucking. He's a. He needs to get that Trailblazer award they give out. He deserves it. Forrest Gump, obviously. Dude, man A Man Otto. Called Otto. That movie's fire. Absolutely. When he meets the little Mexican couple. Dude, that was what I forgot about. The Great Green Mile. Oh, it's not that chingona, dude. Dude, that guy should have played football, huh? That guy's a fucking big guy, he Passed dude. away, huh? Yeah, he did recently. Um, What's that one where he says, uh, what's the song that he sings? Isn't this a lovely day? To be caught in the rain. Isn't that the song you I don't remember. It, when he's in the jail cell? It's a lovely day. Isn't Saving it? Saving Private Ryan. The Terminal. You know that was filmed at Camp Roberts? Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. The Da Vinci Code, I saw part of it. Big, that's my favorite movie from him. He was in Elvis? I haven't seen Elvis. Though. I haven't seen it either. 
But Big, bro, that's his best movie, hands down, in my opinion. You know, I haven't seen it. Oh, my God, dude. That movie's so badass. Sad, funny. Like I said, natural humor. It just comes out and it works. It's good. Sully, that movie's sick, too. That movie's hella sick. If you can. Dude, that movie's a savage movie. I love that movie. It is Sleepless in Seattle. It's great, dude. That is what I remember watching that as a kid, just like on the free channels when you had free cable. And I was like, you know what? This movie's a little pretty good. It was weird. I was like 10 or 11 watching a little romance. Like, oh, wow. He's going to be in my big, he's going to be in my big fat Greek wedding. They're remaking it. Toy Story, obviously. And I bet there's some people don't even know that Woody's is Forrest Gump. The Polar Express. Dude, I was, you know, the Polar Express. I did that when third grade. I was the fucking, uh, the conductor. Oh, were you? On the play, yeah. That's had, dope. Had like 10 lines. One of my main ones was, all aboard! Well, yeah, that shit was probably fun, huh? Oh, yeah, it was fun. News World, the Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That's played the one Mr. I wanted Rogers. to see, News of the World. I never saw it, though. Yeah, he... go back and watch that. He played Mr. Rogers. The Finch movie was good with the robot. That movie was good. It. See, Turner and Hooch is probably like one of the... Or the Burbs, but some people might like those. Cloud Atlas. Let's see... Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yeah. Dude, really good fucking actor, dude. Great. I mean, to play Forrest Gump, come on. Yeah, dude. I mean, that fucking movie was great. Well, his legs are strong, Miss Gump. Strong as all can be. But his back is crooked as a politician. <laughs> That's just funny. Is there a Mr. Gump? Ms. Gump? <laughs> Dude, that kid's so funny. Son, sure do you don't say much, do you? <laughs> Dude, that movie's so fucking funny, bro. But yeah, film, film much like, never mind, I'm not gonna say, film has taken quite the dip, bro. But, you know, it's just like everything they're doing is remakes or yeah. fucking steroids and fucking Every now heroes. And I guess you get good movies. Everything. Like, like, I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, but I'm pretty sure that's one of the good ones. It was ones, good, bro. The good modern ones. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, it, if you don't like dwelling into the mind of someone, you're not going to like it. But I'm sure I'll love it. Yeah, it was good. I just like the, the, I liked the scientific aspect they gave. Um, but then again, I like that kind of shit. Yeah. But what else is out there? I mean, the nun just came out. I'm kind of excited to see the nun dude, too. The first one I didn't like. I just like scary movies, dude. Oh, well, me too. I like being scared in the theater, dude. I like that feeling in the theater. Well, that's the best place to watch them. But the first one lacked, in my opinion. Yeah, it had. It, it was so boring. It just had good pop ups. It seems like those scary movies are based on now. Well, James Wan is pop ups, right? James Wan is a fucking interesting character. <laughs> And I love how he's tied in the whole universe. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. Like, th- he's been doing this shit, bro. James Wan is a savage director. hes I don't know if he's Japanese. I think he's Chinese. I don't know. He's something. He's Asian, for sure. I agree. I don't know what he is, bro. But he's something. But that motherfucker's been doing it. He's been doing it. He's doing it. He's been doing it, bro, for a minute. Did you ever see the movie Dead Silence? Yes. With the, with the dolls? With the monios? Yeah, that movie's good. Bro, did you know Mary that? Mary Shaw? Yeah. She had no children, only dolls. Mm-hmm. Bro, the saw dolls in there. as a as In the background, right? Yep. As a fucking little Easter egg. 
that just kind of and he always gives yeah, Easter eggs. I forgot where, where I saw that, but someone had pointed that out. Some people have said that Annabelle's there too. Oh, she is. Yeah, which Ooh. is weird because it's just so much creation he has. Yeah, dude, so he's got a bunch of shit just in the books. Well, it's just well that was before the Annabelle movies were even made, so it's like they he just teased people. He just had a little idea. Mm-hmm. But the Annabelle doll was a raggedy and also it's really weird. Like the movie was all right. They're all they right. They're entertaining. They're, I want to say they're so much scary, but they have a good. They always have a good storyline to them. Yeah. Now nah, he's good, dude. He's 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 a really good director. He's he's one of the best for sure. What, what uh, alongside him, as far as horror goes, I haven't seen any good ones since Wes Craven. No. And, but I feel like nowadays they just rely so much on the pop-up scenes, the scary scenes that just are loud. Oh, I feel yeah. like back then, 70s, 80s, 90s, maybe 2000s, I feel like the movies would actually terrorize you, dude. What about like, what about like, do, don't you feel the same shit happened to comedy? Yeah. Bro, what comedies is there right now? Nothing. Strays. And that's my point. But there's like, but that, I feel like horror has kept its niche a little bit because you can obviously do jump scares but and this horror is just better too because i mean me personally I, like when i first when i first started dating my wife i didn't wouldn't go i don't i didn't want to go watch a comedy really no for me i don't I just go, like movies in general i want to go watch a scary movie you know yeah well that's the smart thing to do when you're barely getting to meet someone yeah but it's it's a uh, i don't know like i movie, feel like comedies hit better with a group yeah, but what I'm trying to get at is that there's like the comedy level has dipped unless you're watching stand up. Movies suck. Movies in general just suck. Yeah, they're just cheesy now. There's there's nothing. Everything's a remake or fucking heroes and steroids. That's yeah, it. Pretty much. That's it. With the exception, like Joker did a great. I think it was a fantastic performance by Joaquin Phoenix. Um, but other than that, like. But there, the thing is that now there's great movies. They don't go to theater now. Like, there's some great ones on Netflix and stuff. Yeah, streaming's fucking taking over. Just like us, Adam Sandler doesn't really make anything new, anything on, on no, the big screen anymore, right? It's all, it's all Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, you got a good contract. His movies are cheesy, but they're still good. But they're good because he's still, never... It's still his type of comedy, you know? Exactly. He's never veered away from his style. Dude, well, some of his movies are so cringy, like the fucking... What's the one where the kid's the son of the devil? Oh, Little Nicky? Oh, I hate that one. You don't like that movie? It's just so cheesy, I like that bro. movie. I, I, there's not an Adam Sandler movie that I don't like. You don't like that movie? <laughs> no, I just, it's so fucking... It's so dumb, it's funny. The Halloween one... The little just, noises he makes and the way he walks. The little... Uh, <laughs> the new one he took out with Halloween kind of sucked. It was like Stewie's Halloween or he's like this little nerd that lives with his mom. <laughs> See, that one that was... That so one's dumb. bad, dude. That I, I didn't like that one at all. But... <laughs> I mean, he still kept like Steve Buscemi in it. All his, all his crew, his regular crew, stake you with him. You can do it, dude. Yeah, that's uh, what's his name? Rob Schneider. And then Polly Shore, he's been in movies or no? Nah, no, no. I always confuse him with Rob Schneider. But you kind of look alike. What happened to Polly Shore? That fucking guy, dude. I don't know. He's a trip. I hate that. Some guy. of the movies are good in the army. Now was good. I know. I don't like that guy. <laughs> he fucking. I hate him, dude. Why? He's just such a Too fucking annoying. asshole. He's just such a like. Bro, like, he ain't shit, bro. His mom, Mitzi Short, was the owner of the comedy club at the comedy store. And she's the one who fucking kind of put everybody, like, on the pedestal and shit and put comedy on the uh, on a on a, on a a burner and shit. Like, they, like, the comedy, comedy fucking 
did so great with Mitzi Shore as a representative of it. Like she put out a bunch of good fucking comedians. She mm-hmm. just had a thing, like you know, she's like, all the best I played there, bro. She's the one who fucking, you know, fucking Carlos Mencia's name's like Ned something. Yeah, he's not even fucking like Mexican, but she's like your name's gonna be Carlos Mencia. Da, 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 da. Like you know, like she she used to give people. He's names. not Mexican, right? No, he's like Guatemalan or some yeah, shit. Something. No, I think he's deeper south than that. But 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 Mitzi Shore named him like your name's gonna be Carlos Mencia. That's crazy how big he was at the time, dude. I remember being in sixth grade and going to yeah, Comedy Central. That was the biggest thing, dude. I remember everyone at school knew who it was, knew who he was. Till Joe Rogan ruined his career. Yeah, so he exposed them. Uh, Fucking stealing jokes. Yeah, that, I didn't really like him, dude. I didn't really like his comedy. I never really liked his comedy. Like, the dudes who were killing it back day that I liked was, like, George Lopez, of course. Um, yeah. Gabriel Iglesias, I remember when he came out with the hot and fluffy shit. Mm-hmm. That was fire, dude. When Dave it came Chappelle, out. of course. Oh, dude, Dave Chappelle just dropping for you what it's what, worth, killing them softly. You know which one annoyed me, though, was the, the little guy that always acts like a pimp. <laughs> I take all these motherfuckers. Yeah. Cat Williams. I yeah. hate that fucking guy. Fucking annoying, huh? Yeah. Y'all motherfuckers need to stop making fun of Joe Biden. Joe Biden's fucking 96 year olds, motherfucker. That guy? Yeah. I hate that guy, dude. He's so weird, bro. Like, he's, he's annoying, cringe. dude. Well, <laughs> that shit was funny, bro. Like, remember when he fought? Remember he was all over the news because he fought that Mexican dude? Uh, he fought a dude who was sitting front row with him. Because he was like, he was saying something that he was arguing. He was like, this is America, motherfucker. Get to step in, motherfucker. Get to step in. Oh, and yeah. like, he was like fucking arguing with him. I mean, I respect him, though. He said, too, he was like, I'm not apologizing. He goes, because as a comedian, my number, and that's true. That's true. Comedians do have that fucking rule. You can't apologize for anything that you say on stage. Just can't. No, it's can't. part of the policy. You cannot, you know? And he was a Marine, too, believe it or not. Cat Williams? So I'm sure that played part of it, you know? Yeah. Who was a Marine? The Cat Williams? Cat Williams, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think he, a lot of people know who killed Suge. I think Suge knows. I've seen that. I think Suge knows who told on Suge or some shit, he says. Everyone knows who killed Tupac. It's Keefy D, dude. You think so? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But why didn't they him do, and his associates? Why didn't they do anything about it? I think there's just too much stuff involved, like with what? LAPD, Las Vegas PD. I think it's, the can of worms was just way too big. I feel like everything that wasn't, dude. I've seen so many of those conspiracy things with LAPD because LAPD has been, I mean, corrupt for a long time. Hopefully, some LAPD person doesn't work at YouTube. Ah, those fuckers don't be working for fucking YouTube. But if they do, they're gonna come after you, bro. Yeah, you never know. They've been they've been corrupt since the eighties, since the crack epidemic, since Rick Ross. Oh yeah, and they got indicted and everything. You really? think you, you think that lo- you think a lot of the values haven't stayed? Oh yeah. There's also they're going to court right now because you know they have a they have a LAPD has a gang within their police force. A gang? There's a gang within the police force. What kind of gang? And they, they each have a, a certain tattoo. Oh, whoever's shit. a part of it. And every time they kill someone, um, this is true. Every every time they kill someone, they add to their tattoo. Oh damn! Like they kill a suspect. Oh, so they're fucking. They're going to court right now. So not all of them are sensitive then. No. Oh shit! That's what, that make, that's what makes it look better. I was like, damn, this fool. 
kill him? Was it justified cure or was it just to add another stripe to his fucking belt? Well, that's why it's always been so funny to me that people have defund the no fund them more. Yeah, they need more fucking practice. But then you get but then you get cases like this, and it's like God damn. But well, I, but I, that but, goes but, back to the defunding. But then again, I I don't understand. But then again, maybe I don't fully understand this. Maybe, maybe it's not a gang person. Maybe, maybe it's a club within themselves. Of like just like there's pride to be in part of the military, you get a semperfy tattoo. Maybe it's their pride. To be part of this group of people that serve in the LAPD, you you get what I'm saying? Like like I'm sure like uh, New York Fire Department that's obviously really famous. They get those tattoos too. Everyone that's, that it's a part of that team, they'll put like station whatever they're from. It's a sense of pride, I, I think. But I don't know. There must be something there for them to go to court. Yeah, but the killing thing's a little fucking crazy. Yeah, watch. Look it up real quick. They even have a name. I think it's like a gang within the LAPD, but it's crazy, dude. At first, I was like, this is fake. And I looked into it, and I was like, damn, there's YouTube videos on it. There's, like, full on, like, everything on it. I'm like, damn, that's a trip. So, let's see what happens there. Holy crap. That's it. Bandidos. See? LF Sher- the sheriffs. It's kind of weird, huh? It is a little odd. See if you can find news articles about it. Why they got a cool tattoo though, dude? I know, but why do they got to bring the Mexican shit into it? It's LA, dude. It used to be right there, Aslan. Judge Block inspection. A preliminary injunction has temporarily stopped the sheriff's order that directed deputies to appear for interviews about their alleged gang membership. And that's on that was on July 11th, not too long ago. But maybe, maybe, hey, maybe it is a gang. Put a gang for good, you know? Holy shit, look at that. You know what I mean? The same way gangs have their own gang tattoos. Like, I guess the sheriff should be allowed to have their own gang tattoo. They're a gang, technically, whatever way you want to look at it. Yeah, it looks like all this shit dwindled down, but there was... gang with matching tattoos, rules, comps, and patrol stations, see? There's nothing recent, though. It's all like May and shit. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, bro. I never would have guessed. That's weird, huh? Yeah, the most recent thing is from June. Maybe it's still halted right now. There's no moving development. That's been going on for like years, like four years. Holy shit, dude. It's kind of scary, huh? That's fucking insane, bro. Like, I mean, you can't. Jesus Christ. You don't really know what to do anymore. Like I said, but maybe it's just like a thing within themselves, like like the Cosa Nostra or or like Fight Club, you know? Yeah. Like the dudes from, remember like the Mireles guy from yeah. Michoacan y el Papa Pitufo? Yeah. When they fucking rebelled against the cartels? Yeah, the autodefensas, how they call them? Yeah, las autodefensas de yeah. Michoacan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit was crazy, bro. They had to, though, dude. That shit's crazy down there. It's fucking nuts down there, huh? Everywhere now, really. Yeah, it's getting kind of crazy. Hey, Kali's getting like that, too, dude. Is it? Yeah. The Russos? We, we, we went to that. Yeah, we went to that one club. Uh, before we went in there, our cousin debriefed us. or like, everything. Like, like I told her I was kind of apprehensive. She's like, no, nah, everything's cool. She's just like, 
The only thing is wherever they have live band and you want to request a song, do not request a song from this certain person. Because if you request that song from a certain person and someone there hears you or they so happen to play it, that shit can get shot up. Just based on who's there right now, yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't go to the clubs when I'm down there. I'm it, good. Well, even if it's like a, even if you're like eating at a Marisco's place, you know, they have like live music sometimes and you go up there and request something. They might be like, hey, this person just requested this song down here, bro. Someone eating. It could be some guy just eating some crackers in the corner, you know? Yeah. You might want to come check this table out, you know? She says anywhere. Because that, that time we were at a beer garden. Just like at a regular beer garden. Yeah, I'm good. I'll, I'm just, I'll just drink at my at my grandparents. I don't drink anymore, but but the, I guess I'll was, just drink at my grandparents' so, house if I were to. But I guess that was a good thing for her to tell us that, too. I was like, okay, that's good to know. That's really good to know. Because we're going to... Everyone, everyone wants to hear that song of... By Forza Regida, Sachi La Pizza, when they're fucking banging on the fucking da, da, da. Never heard it. Hella good song. But you can't play it. Yep, I'm good. I'd rather just stay with my family and just chill. So you can't do it at home either. That's what sucks. It could be we a song do. from the nineties. We do. Just be careful. And, and it's and it's interesting too because they're supposed uh Russo down the stream. But I don't know, man. That shit's crazy. I, I don't want to risk it. I'd rather not risk it. I'll just stay playing cadetes. Yeah. I don't know. It's fucking... I, mean, I don't know. My dad's over there always fucking seeing Clave Siete. Oh. All the time from Los Invasores. Mm-hmm. Clave Siete es la consigna. He's always singing that shit. Song. Pero Celeste un mudo. Some shit. He's always mm-hmm. singing that song. But nah, man, it's it's all good. Like I don't even like that shit. The bar, the bar hopping, the nightlife—that's never been my style. Mm-hmm. I don't like it personally. But um, with that, even less. Oh yeah. Adding that element into it, nah, I'm good. Like, you, you can have careful. that shit all all you want. I ain't fucking even risking it because be all terrible. it takes is one. You can fucking mind your manners and do it all the the correct way. But it only takes one pendejo out of all the out of all that fucking place yep. to do one fucking stupid thing, and you're in the crossfire. Yep, you're over there in the corner, about to take a sip of your fucking indio or whatever. They got the light, it. and then oh, some guys with AKs come and everyone get on the fucking floor. Yep, and you, it doesn't matter how good you do things. Yep, and well, you got to think, bro. There's a bunch of stupid ass kids, fucking thinking they're part of the game, bro. Yep. All the time down there. Yeah, and and then and then the, the fucked up thing is that like when she, when she like that happens, and they notice that you're American, oh, you're, you're gonna get targeted. They might not kill you, but they're gonna fuck with you because just based immediately off how you're dressed, they're oh, gonna like, dude. oh, this dude's probably from California, bro. When I hey, go bro, over, come there? over here, come to your pockets right now. Hurry up. Well, they might ransom your ass too. Or, either, I mean, or then they'll still hit you just for fun. They might ransom your ass too. Yeah. You go on there like with your cowboy shirt and make, oh yeah, this was definitely. Right here. Well, I don't dress like that when I go over there. You can't even wear Levi's. No, I don't. I mean, you could wear them, but that's just mm-hmm. kind of like a giveaway. Like, okay. Bro, it's funny. My dad laughs at me. He goes, nah, but get us a seaway. Fuck that, bro. I underdress when I go over there. Um, I take sandals and show all my fucking ongles and shit. I act like fucking Debo's coming. I, t- I take my chain. I'll leave that shit home. Bro, I fucking, I, I literally fucking wear my fucking sandals with my fucking fungus out. I do all kinds of shit, bro. Like, I don't. I'll wear like Carhartt shirts and denim, like just cargo shorts and my fucking fungus out. That's how I was the whole time I was there, just plain black Nike tee, 
which is pretty universal to any country, just some khaki shorts above the knee, some new balance shoes or some old chucks. That's normal. It. I ain't fucking overdressing over there. No, I'm not you can't show up there with some square toe boots, some five oh one, some fucking Fuck that. Carhartt jacket, gold chain, fucking Well, because then if you're dressed too nice, they're gonna be like, Ooh, I wonder who this fool's working with. Yeah. I wonder Literally. who he's working for. Later do they know you're just fucking over here working your ass off to get that PPO coverage? <laughs> or you're over there fucking pissed off because you don't have any more PTO. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you're over there fucking, yeah. You're you're just over there because you want better tacos for a dollar less. <laughs> yeah, fuck that, dude. That's why I do like it just I look- feel bad, bro. Like like sometimes when I go, I'm like, man, I want to show my kids like a I want to take them places, but it's then scary, it's not worth it, bro. And I feel like that goes to any part of Mexico now, unless you're out in the deep country where there's really no people, but then there's nothing to do there. But Oh, yeah, it gets sucks. out there, too. It's just because Mexicali, there's so much to do. Bringing up Mexicali, Nereo sent me this thing about the Chinesca. They're making like a badass like food and beer garden there. Oh, shit. Hopefully, that's going to be done quick. Yeah. That's the most I'll do, and even then, I'm on high alert, like... Like I'll go to the Oriental Garden down there. It's a nice, it's a nice restaurant. Um, but eating out is the most I'll do. I'll fucking grab shit to go home to instead. Yeah, I like eating out down there for sure. Yeah, the Chinese food over there is fucking second to none, bro. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so good. Well, because there's so many. I think we've talked about that already. Like how many a Chinese lot, people a lot there of is. Times. <laughs> uh, it's so good, dude. It's it's worth Speaking reminding. About China, dude. China. The fucking Chinaman lost, dude. Or a, a Strickland calls him the China slut. <laughs> He's a Chinese whore. Nah, dude. But hey, man, we've called it before, man. This We said, bro, I said last time on the podcast, mm-hmm. in my heart, I hope Strickland wins. And that's what I said, too. And I was like, Adesanya's like the clear pick, but I hope Strickland wins. Yeah. And and uh, I said it, man. In my heart, Strickland, but on paper, you have to go with Izzy because Izzy's better in every aspect of the game. Got to go Izzy. But my heart says Strickland. Now, that's lots of people say, oh, you didn't pick him over. Dude, same thing with Alexa Grosso and Shevchenko. I said, and, I, and Rosalind did a little podcast with me. She was so excited. And I said the same thing. My heart says Alexa Grazo, and my fucking brain says Shevchenko because you have to go with Shevchenko, Shevchenko on paper. Is brutal, bro. Yeah, she's a savage. Dude. She's got the mitts too, and she has great ground game. Yeah, she's good. But Grasso's a warrior, though. Mexican dude, warrior. But it was so funny because remember when Andy Reese fought Anthony Joshua the first time? Mm-hmm. When everybody was like, "This fucking guy's not gonna do anything." This fucking pig. And then he said something that's true, bro, that not a lot of people pay attention to. He, They said, what do you think? Like when they were doing the the promos for the movie, they said, what do you think is going to help you? Um, what do you think Anthony Joshua's biggest weakness is? And he was, you know, he's a little awkward and stuff, but he was even more awkward then because he was like, yeah. that was his first time getting any kind of spotlight. And he goes, I think uh, Joshua's biggest weakness is that he's never fought a Mexican like me. And it's true, dude. It's like, when you fight a Mexican, bro, it's a different thing. Yeah, they're pressing forward. They're looking for the fight. Yeah, dude. It's a different thing, bro. They're swinging as they're walking back. It's it's just, we just... Swinging as they're going down if they're going down. Well, when we, when we, when we talk about fighting, bro, Mexicans just have... 
The majority of them have a Mexican style, bro. And the majority of them don't get up defeated if they get dropped. They get up pissed. Yeah. You know? That's funny because a lot of people say, oh, the, the Mexican style is stupid. The Mexican style is fucking getting brain damaged. No, it's not. The Mexican style is boxer puncher. Yeah. Going forward, body b- body blows and, and, and uh, hooks to the body and looking for to fajarse. Yeah, you, but, t- you, you might like you might take one or two body blows, but you you're going for that head hunt though. Quebro de cintura, bro. That Chavez body hook, liver hook. It's it, the Mexican style is boxer puncher. That's what it is. Yep. It's it doesn't mean all out war. Yeah, it does, but it's just like it's so fucking crazy that people say like, oh yeah, Mexicans just fucking go out there and throw caution to the wind. No, it's boxer puncher. It's big difference. If you don't know it, then you're not going to know it, but it means, but it is a big difference. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, but going back to Strickland, dude, he, he just, I, I like how his whole game plan, you can see in the first round was great, and he didn't veer from it the whole five rounds. He stuck to the game plan, and he caught him so nice, huh? Yeah. Dude, I thought it was over right there. It was like well, it was 20 weird. punches I mean, unanswered. He took clean shots from Fajeda, but he couldn't take some from Strickland. It was weird. I mean, granted, the timing was perfect. I mean, he threw a beautiful parry to fucking bring the guard down, and he fucking finished with a cross. It was a perfect one-two. I mean, the one the one was just meant to bring the guard down. It was almost the same combination. It wasn't even a combination. It was just it was, it was just fluid. What it was the same sequence when Kamara Usman knocked out Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, it was the same sequence. When Nate Diaz almost knocked out Leon Edwards, same sequence. You pull down the guard with you pull down the guard with with, with a with a one, and then come over with a with a with a cross, and yeah. it's just down the pike right on the chin. I think that's Diaz's fucking bread and butter right there. He just doesn't hit hard. Yeah, he, he loves to throw that one. Yeah, the one two. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's one of the most common things to throw. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you get guys who are gun shy. The, fundament, the fundamentals, boxing, really. Yeah. Yeah, I think he just, I think, I think Izzy just didn't know what to do. And then Izzy was talking about how he says that Strickland's uh, coach won that fight because his reading was so good. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was talking about how, like, through the fight. What an idiot. How, how uh, Strickland's coach was shouting something out that he was about to do. And he's like, fuck, this fool already caught on to what I was about to do. Yeah, but that's so stupid of Israel to sign you to say because it doesn't matter what a coach says. He's not in there. The sports, the, the, pugilism is the most loneliest sport because you're in the octagon. They can shout whatever they want. Ultimately, you're the one receiving and giving. Yeah. So are you really going to do what they're telling you? It's way different when you got a guy trying to knock your head off. Mm-hmm. That's real stupid of his rod of science. He's fucking trying to cope. But he got beat fair and square. Three, I had it three rounds of two. What? Which one did you, you gave Adesanya two rounds? I gave him two rounds. Which ones? The second and the, th- and the third. I thought I thought they were too close. God damn. I that's gave- what I, but that's, I think the judges gave him two rounds too, right? Yeah. I don't think so, dude. Yeah, two of them gave him two rounds. Well, they're fucking, I mean, no, no offense, but like Jim Lampley said, that's fictional. That did not happen. You gave him all five? I gave him four to one. One, because just because he was the champion and the only reason is because Sean Strickland got his activity level went down. Yeah. And and I want to say it was the second round. That's it. It was the second. That's it. And that's because his activity level went down. 
He was being cautious. Like, he, he was being cautious, and it was almost like he was thinking, like, dude, what am I doing? Like, is this really happening? And then he, like, turned it the fuck off, and it didn't happen. And now... But I think that first round was a 10-8. I don't... Maybe. It depends. But the only reason I don't think it was a 10-8 is because he took no significant damage. It was just a knockdown. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was just... Everything was Izzy trying out his offense and, and, and Sean Strickland blocking it. Yeah. Now, here's the reason why I don't think Izzy didn't I don't think it was five to zero. I don't think it was a shutout, but I I can definitely understand people who said it was. I think at best he won one round. That's at best. And that's not an opinion. I will explain why. If you look at a fight in terms of now get one thing straight, the UFC uses boxing rules to judge. They use the ten point system. Yeah. A lot of UFC fighters have fucking hated that. They think that the 10-point system came in there and destroyed the UFC picks as far as the decisions go. I can understand that because the grappling sometimes gets undermined. But, okay, so they use a 10-point system. Now, what are you looking at when you score a fight? You're not just looking at significant strikes. Ring control. You're looking at ring control. You're Push. looking at ring generalship. Who's, you're, who's you're, pushing the fight? You're looking at clarity. You're looking at a volume, and you're looking and you're looking for damage. As far as not who wears the damage, but who caused the more damage in the fight. The way Strickland fought, he could have beat anyone for the reason that, first of all, anybody who fights for the belt, they sh- their coaches should make it a rule to watch that fight because. What a challenger is supposed to be is what Strickland put on is what Strickland put on display. I mean, just complete good display. Everything. A challenger is Calculated. supposed to come forward all the time, all the time. You are challenging for the belt. You cannot fucking rely on some significant punches and fucking coast. You cannot do that. No. And, and Israel Adesanya fought on the back foot the whole time. And as a champion, you can take that risk, but you have to be active in your in your in your back in your backstep. You can't just backstep, throw crazy shit, not land anything, and wait for these rounds to go the way he was doing. And Strickland, there was not one fucking time that he went back, boom, boom, pacing the whole time forward, yeah. forward, 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 keeping his hands busy, with the exception of the second round, keeping his hands busy, forward, forward, forward. Everything that landed on Izzy, he reacted to. Just like Anthony Joshua reacts in fights, which is why people judge him so much and say he's not as good as he was after the the Ruiz fight, is because he reacts to everything. Same thing happened to Israel Adesanya. Every punch that Strickland threw, he reacted to it. Even the ones that barely clipped him. Like, he was in shock. Like, he was in shock that this was happening to him. Especially that first round. Well, and, and that too, like it almost seemed like Israel Adesanya was like snake charming him almost. Like like almost like you're in here with the champion. I feel like he fully believed too much that he was going to beat him real easily. You could just see it. Well, he overestimated you it You could see sure. it in his strut. You could see it in his face. Everything everything leading up to the fight, even after the fight. Yeah. And, and the thing is too, like in the first round, you can tell that he was snake charming him. Like saying like, oh, like you're in here with the champion and look at all this fancy movement. Yeah. But just like Bruce Lee said, bro, just like the famous, fantastic, 
beast of a man, Bruce Lee said, so I can get in here with you and show you some really fancy movement. I can be cocky, but to express oneself honestly, my friend is very hard to do. Same situation, bro. He fucking went in there. He was doing all this fancy shit. Like, look it, bro. You're with the fucking champion. The style bender. And then fucking once that one, two click, he was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, he didn't bend no styles that fucking fight. And he he didn't come back from it, bro. And that's why I think it's very difficult to give Adesanya more than one round because on a perspective of challenger style, how it should be, and punches and everything, and the reactions he did, I don't see another round that he won other than the second. That's just my opinion. But just like the Hodge twins say, all of this is just advice. Yeah. Not advice, but it's just opinions. But it was very interesting to see just the uh, the master class, dude. It was a master class. Did he absolutely, you know, demolish his face? Eh, no. But he, just the showmanship he, he of was boxing. was bad, though, the next day. He had the glasses sh- on. The showmanship of the boxing, dude, was fucking amazing. Sean Strickland's defense was on point. Everything that, that Israel Adesanya threw, blocked, parried, everything. The Philly shell, huh? He brought the Mayweather defense out there. Dude, it is crazy. His kickboxing stance. And it's weird, too, because a lot of people say that it's just that, but he adds a very, very effective push kick. Just when just when the opponent starts getting some distance and, and starts timing the distance, he throws a push kick to throw him off range. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of that was from him training with Alex. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, a- talk Alex? about no ego. Alex just knows what to do, bro. Talk about no ego. Yeah, going I, and fighting against, going and training with the guy who knocked you out in the first round. Oh, dude, he knocked him hard. Well, with the hook, huh? Uh, and with one with the hook, and then one going down. Yeah. Well, it's just because he wanted to. He had his hands on it, and wanted to bang, dude. It's just not a good idea with Fajeda. No, that guy's power is something else. Walker Sula Luta Sanya, dude. He fucking beat them. that guy's funny, dude. Dude. He's trending right now the most. I feel like every like every time I look at something UFC, fifty percent of the time has to do with Alex. Yeah, little memes about him, or I just saw one of him making Pikachu noises. <laughs> Bro, he has some strange training methods. Or mowing the grass. He fucking trains with fucking. Uh, he trains with um, Glover Teixeira in a fucking rate in like a like next to a wa- in the water by a waterfall, like in the water. I think it's I've seen that. Crazy. He's like in the forest or something, right? Yeah. But yeah, man, Sean Strickland did a fantastic fight. He did a, I, I did a video reaction. Nobody's, nobody's seen it, but I've seen it. Yeah, it, it was a, it was amazing, dude. It was amazing. Just the blocking, the pairing, the push kick, everything. Just when, just when Israel thought he found his fucking footing and the distance, he would fucking push kick and just keep going forward, dude. I mean, he reacted to everything too, which was odd. Um, a lot of people aren't giving Sean Strickland any kind of fucking credit, but dude, I mean, it, I don't think it was that Israel Adesanya had such an off night. I just think fucking Sean Strickland made him look like that. Me too. I think Strickland just had a good game plan. And he stuck to it, and he, he he just executed a good fight. Yeah, he did. Everything was on point from his defense was great, his offense was great. Like I said, he was busy. Everything. Mm-hmm. He couldn't have had a more better night. Yeah, I think, and and personally, I think. Just because of that showing, you don't give Israel Adesanya the rematch immediately. But then you got to think he was the champ. He was a champion, and might I add, a dominant champion. He got knocked out. He he got TKO'd, TKO'd 
by Alex Pajeda, and he came back and slept him. So by those terms, yes, he deserves a rematch because he's been such a dominant champion. Yeah. He wasn't around the mill champion like, oh, he won it from this guy, but then this guy took it. No, he's been dominant. Yeah. So that's the only reason that you give him a rematch, in my opinion. But it would be nice to see Sean Strickland get some new blood. Yeah, fight some other people. But I don't think I think I think Dana White and fucking Hunter Campbell don't want that. I mean, they no, they, 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 they see don't. their face the whole fight. Well, yeah, they want Israel Adesanya because he's more marketable. But anyway, obviously, yeah, obviously he'll do whatever you pay him for. Yeah. Like with the whole China thing. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I don't know. We'll see this. See that rematch better. Hopefully happens within three months. I think it'll take a little longer. You know, yeah. Maybe. Who knows? The, the Asanya will take about three months. The rematch with Alex. Dude, that was amazing how he baited him into that fucking, into that, into that ending sequence. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Dude, he slept him. But you know what, though? That shit was going to happen because in the first fight, a lot of people don't realize Israel Asanya didn't do too bad. He no. connected some heavy shots. Well, he on almost him. knocked out Pajeda in the first round. If there was more time on there, he would have fucking. He would have probably sleep him or TKO. Yeah, he probably hit him TKO'd hard. him with probably five more seconds. Yep. But who you got, man? Alexa Grasso or <sighs> Shevchenko? That's another Izzy and Sean Strickland. I'm picking Grasso though. I feel like. She knows the severity of the fight as far as pride goes, you know? Yeah. At one point, even just two months ago, there was three Mexican belts, three Mexican of Mexican uh, nationality with the belt, and we're down to one, and it's her. And I feel like she has that weight on top of everything else, and she's the main card, you know? Yeah. But then again, but Valentina, damn, dude. Yeah, Valentina Shevchenko is one of the best, if not, she's top three best women fighters of all time for sure um, in my book. Um, So it's interesting, but I know a lot of people have this weird notion that she outstruck her. I don't think so. The first fight, I mean, Alexa Grosso hung in there with her, dude, and she did something that nobody could do with Valentina. She stood there and she traded with her. Yeah. So I don't know. I think if they trade, it's it's gonna go down to the scorecards. I don't think she sleeps. Val, I don't think Valentina sleeps Alexa unless she catches her with a kick. But if they trade, I think it'll go to the scorecards. I think Alexa's Grosso's boxing will overtake it. Um, she'll protect the kicks if they wrestle. I gotta give the edge to Alexa Grosso. Um, just because her jujitsu has gotten better. However, I think the better wrestler, um, as far as like on the ground goes in overall aspect is Valentina. Yeah, like Greco Roman style. Yeah, but, but Valentina, but same situation, bro. I think I, I think Alexa Grosso should have the edge, but Valentina Shevchenko, I don't know. That's a pick em. It could go either way. Mm-hmm. It could go either way. Yeah. I'm actually not gonna pick on that one. I want I want Alexa Grosso to win. Yeah, me too. But I can't pick him here. This is a pick him. It could go either way. But yeah. I want Alexa to win. And then you have Kevin Holland versus Jack Della Maddalena, dude. I'm going for that, Kevin Holland oh. just because I like Kevin Holland, dude. That fight's going to be so fucking good, dude. Jack Della Maddalena's a savage, dude. I just like Kevin Holland, dude. Yeah. But I know I know the severity of Jack Maddalena, though. 
He's a striker, dude. He has beautiful. Holland's technique. got a kid like karate techniques too, though. Yeah, he's, he's got, got good on the ground though. He's got beautiful technique. He's absolutely. He puts so much torque in his punches from from the way he snaps from the shoulder, Jack Dela. But Kevin Holland's good as fuck too, though. He's got those kicks, huh? Yep. I think if Kevin Holland keeps him at bay at distance, he's gonna win. But if they get into the inside and Kevin Holland, Kevin Holland's ego takes over, he's gonna lose. Is Kevin Holland the one that lost to Wonder Boy? Yeah. Yeah, that was but it was a damn Thompson's good fight. fucking good. That question mark kick he's got? God damn. And we got Raul Rosas and Terrence Mitchell. You know, I'm not really a fan of either one of them, but I, just for the sake of his career and keeping UFC going, I want Raul Rosas to win. Me either. I, I just think I feel that. Like, I feel like he's good for the sport, though. Because he's charismatic. He does it good with media and all that stuff. So I feel like it's good for the sport if he keeps... Well, no, we'll see. We'll see how if he got better. His striking's trash. If if he if he if the other guy's a good wrestler, he's gonna lose. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. He's gonna lose. He kid can't strike for the shit. Um, if he comes out and bangs and and fucking knocks somebody out, then hey, hey, so be it. You're gonna be another Joe Pfeiffer situation. Joe Pfeiffer fucking completely shut everybody the fuck up when everybody was saying all he did was fucking wrestle. Um, but that's the case right now with this fool. He just wrestles and. And he, when you have somebody who wrestles well back, he does not do well. So we'll see. No. But Terrence Mitchell and Raul Rosas, I don't know. It depends on the it depends on the fight. Daniel Zil Huber and and, and Christos Gallegos Gallegos. I don't know about these guys. Uh, Daniel Zil Huber is a good. He's good. He's Mexican. Um, he's really good striker. He's really strong. Um, I've never seen Christos, but I'm gonna go with Daniel because. I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Daniel just because he fucking strikes something crazy and he has a heavy ass hand. I go with that. Uh Fernando Padilla and Kyle Nelson. Um never heard of it. I'm almost pissed this is gonna cancel, dude. Well, D Rod got popped. He said he's a clean fighter, blah 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 blah, but he got popped for an unknown substance. But he says he's never anybody who's followed his career. It knows that he would never do such a thing. I kind of believe it, but it depends what he got popped with. Loopy. We got Loopy Godinez versus Elise Reed. I take Loopy on that one. She's just on a tear right now. Yeah, I, I, I agree on that one. Raw. We got Roman Kopilov and Josh Fram, dude. Josh Fram, dude. I'm going with Roman. Kopilov on that, dude. Same. He's so fucking good. His neck, bro. Yeah. Edgar Chidas is good sometimes, but I don't know. Dion De Silva just oh, came Silva. off. He, Daniel De Silva just came off of a good fight, so I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, I'm going with Silva. And then you got Tracy Cortez versus Jasmine. Just god damn, just Sudovicius. There you go, just Sudovicius. That's good. I don't know Tracy. I don't know. I feel like she's. I feel she's a lot of hype. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going with Tracy just with hopes that the hype trains up was real. Yeah, we'll see. She's got a lot of hype around her name, so I, I really she don't got know. on her camp, right? Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna go. So I, I I'm not picking on there. You got Alex Reyes and Charlie Campbell. Never heard of these two. I, say, I don't really know about them. I'll go with Charlie. Charlie looks like a wrestler. Yeah, he's got that pale look, huh? Yeah, he's, like he's from Poland or something. Josephine Nutson and Mar- and Marnik Man. Never heard of them. Not going for anyone named Marnik Man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel Lupita Godinez. No, that was her her previous oh. uh, opponent. The other girl stepped up. In boxing, there's not much going on, right? Don't believe so. Nothing that makes headlines, you know? Let's see. 
Yeah, I don't believe so. No, nothing good. There'll probably be like little fight nights, little up-and-comers, small casino stuff, little Shumash fights. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Deontay Wilder. We got some coming up soon, though. We got some good ones coming up soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can't wait till fucking Andy Reese comes back. He's looking quick as fuck these days, yeah. dude. He's looking real quick. He looks like he's holding his weight well and everything. Yeah, he's been pretty consistent on keeping it off, too, which is odd because he never keeps his weight off, ever. No, he, he doesn't. He always balloons up and then struggles to fucking lose weight and losing weight the whole time with his sauna suit. Do those things actually work, the sweatsuits? I have one. They actually work? Yeah. I've never, ever tried one. It's just you can't. I gotta be careful with it. Can't overdo it. It'd be pissing yellow. Uh, it's really heavy on your kids. So they actually do work? Oh, fuck yeah. But it takes off water weight. Like, it's just, it, it's, if you keep it on for about 15 minutes, and it depends what you're doing. I use it when I'm boxing. Um, I use it for the for the double end bag sometimes, or I'll just do it. I'll grab three pound uh, hand weights, and I'll just, I'll sit there and shadow box with it, and Dude, you get it just, it, you just start fucking shedding water, but the thing is, is that it's all water, bro. Like it's just straight up. You're straight up getting dehydrated, and you're gonna gain a lot of that back when you drink water. Yeah, I mean those things. In reality, those things are just to make weight. Plain and simple, those things don't burn fat. It's just dehydrating you. Yeah, it's just if you have water ex- excess water, you have like weight. five pounds to make in two days. You just Drink like literally half a gallon over the course of two days and use that. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's for. I mean, it doesn't really burn fat, to be honest. I mean, over the course, if you wear it every day, yeah, it'll help with the weight loss. It coupled with diet, of course it will. It'll, it'll hell help. You know, like certain people that have certain heart problems, you, they give you diuretics. Like you got to watch your water intake, things like that. And then, so, so that wouldn't be a good idea for people who are sick because, you, you could really dehydrate yourself, mm-hmm. but it just really depends because you have to watch how you do it. But yeah, I mean, in terms of water weight, it works. So like if you're trying to weigh in at a certain weight by Friday, so let's say on you put it on Monday, Tuesday, skip Wednesday, put it on Thursday, you'll probably be two pounds less or three. You'll probably gain it back on the weekend with drinking water and just doing your normal thing. Like if you get on the golf course, you know, maybe drink a full Fiji and go weigh yourself. You'll probably be heavy. That that same weight you lost, you'll get it back. Mm-hmm. It just depends. Yeah, I've never tried those. But it works. It works. It's just you're not burning fat. You're just losing temporary water gain. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, it sounds like that makes sense though. Yeah. But anyways, that's our picks. That's our podcast. That's pretty much it. That's all I got too, man. I'm excited for some football on Sunday and some uh, UFC on Saturday. And it's free, right? It's free. Fight. Well, ESPN Plus. Yeah. Hate ESPN Plus. Sucks. No, I fucking love I it, bro. Cancel my subscription. Why? I feel like it doesn't. I don't get enough out of it, dude. What are you talking about? This fight's every Saturday. They're free, though. No. They're free, though. No. If you go in the right place, they're free. Cancel it. A ver si vas a mirar the fight. I will. You're not going to watch it. It's on ESPN+. Plus. It'll be on Google. 
Well, yeah, but now you got to find it, which I guess you can do with anything, really. Yeah. You do it with pay-per-view, but fuck that. That's where I watch my football games online on Google. I don't have cable or anything. Fuck that. That's a nightmare, dude. Why? You don't like it? No. Are you streaming it? Yeah. It takes like takes like 30 seconds. Are you streaming it? Yeah. I just It's already bookmarked. I click on it. Boom. And it loads. That's a nightmare, dude. When they catch this. Football is easier to stream. But like fights? Never again. No? No. Not no. even the pay-per-views? No. No. It's pay. a nightmare, dude. I don't pay for those things no more. Dude, it's a nightmare. You're sitting there and they just... Boom, they caught it. Boom, fucking. Now you got to find another one. Fuck, they caught that one. Boom. I got to caught another one. Boom, knockout. You're done. Fuck, I didn't get to see it. Fuck. And then for me, that's a turnoff because I like watching the fights to study them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not a professional fighter, but that's what I like doing. I like watching them and studying them and doing that. You're at the mercy of the stream. I'd rather just pay it. Yeah, I don't want to pay it. Yeah, I'd rather just pay it. To because I know when I pay it, I'm going to get good quality. It's not going to get caught. It's not going to get cut. But, you know, I'm particular. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't like rice in your burritos? I do. Yeah, I don't like rice in my burritos, dude. <laughs> you know? But or like, cheese. And, and there you go. And I don't I don't want to watch a fight where it gets keep, keep getting cut. Boom. It's cut. Yeah, it happens at least four times. Minimum, minimum. There's no streaming website that is consistent because it's not it's not possible. I'm sure there is, but that's probably if you have some crazy VPN or something. Well, because it's not really, but it's not you, though. It's the person who's actually illegally streaming it. I mean, it's illegal what you're doing, but I mean, it's really the person who's doing it. That's going to get caught. Yeah, but it's it's a nightmare, dude. I don't. I personally don't like it. I cannot stand fucking watching a fight. And you're getting into. You're like, oh shit, Doom, buffer, fuck. Had to go look for another one. Like I used to do that shit. Or it, a long goes, time back, or it ago. goes back to the first round, and you're like in round four. <laughs> a la verga, a la verga. I won't do it. Fuck that. Acabo que nunca hay dinero anyways. A la verga. I'd rather watch something comfortable and fucking comfortable, and knowing that it's not gonna nothing's gonna happen, and. I don't buy all the pay-per-views. I just buy the like the ones that are interesting. That's it. But yeah, it's gonna be yeah. But no, ESPN Plus. It, it, in my opinion, for the fighting, it's fucking definitely worth it. It's only ten bucks a month. We're not sponsored or it's anything. Ten bucks now. It's ten bucks a month. Damn. I will gladly pay it. I am a fucking. I am an avid fight fan. I fucking know all the fighters. I know a lot. I learned a lot just from ESPN+. And this is the reason why the UFC has completely demolished the boxing game. is because there's over 52 fights a year. Over 52. The UFC has a fucking fat roster. There's fighters everywhere. I mean, you can name over 25 UFC pro fighters that are fucking in the game making numbers you can't even name more than five in boxing no and the ufc puts on these events there's fights every fucking saturday and those five only fight like once a year yep maybe twice back then the big heads used to fight four times a year now they only fight two canelo only fights twice a year if we're lucky if you're lucky that's it he said he wanted to get more active but that's it when's the last time deontay wilder fought Last year, Robert Hellenius, he just knocked oh, yeah. him out. 
That was the same. That was a Caleb Plant fight. Yeah. But that's it. And it's like, when's the last time fucking... Uh, that's Canelo, bro. That's it. Who else is out there? David Benavides? He's still working it. I wouldn't say he's a... He's not a big superstar yet. I say he's on the level of, like, the plants. He's around there, yeah. He's I'll, just, I'll, I'll get at the plant. He, he tries to fight a lot. Yeah, he does. But... We're not talking. He's 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 a prize fighter, but we're not talking like no. He's nothing. Canelo level, you know. He he's a B list. Yeah, might celebrity even, when it comes to boxing, might even be C. But but, he, but he's he's like a C. Tyson plus. Fury when did he fight last? That's another one too. He fought um, who the fuck did he fight? He fought that fucking old fuck when he retired. Knocked him out quick. Bavetkin, I think. Whoever he fought, but anyways. Yeah, I know. The UFC puts on fights every Saturday. It's very rare that they take a break. I mean, that shit's crazy worth it, bro. Like, every fucking Saturday. Like, every Saturday. Like, the UFC has probably broken so many marriages and gotten so many arguments. You're going to watch fights again? Hey, man, they're on. Mm -hmm. You know? It's just the UFC's completely smashing it. And they're going to continue to fucking smash, dude. I think Dana White said they got fights already booked until May next year. And they're already merged with... WWE or whatever it is. Yeah. It's going to be weird. It doesn't change anything. It just means that they're part of the same corporation. But it doesn't change anything. Because Dana White's still talking shit about wrestling. Dana White, dude, is the last true American, bro. He don't give a fuck. And Sean Strickland. (laughs) He's the last true American fucking... I guess I should rephrase that. Dana White's the last true American CEO. He don't give a fuck, dude. I mean, I don't even think he's the CEO, is he? I think he is. I don't know what he does there now. He's the owner. He, well, he, uh, the UFC. He's, he's not the owner anymore, is he, technically? Not really. But, dude, he doesn't. He's face, though. But that's why you know, bro. Like, he's he's the president of the UFC, and he sold it. He got it for $2 million, sold it. It's worth so much money now. Billions. Yeah, multi-billion dollar company. And the thing is, too, is that Dana White, that's why he lets everybody talk billions the way they want. and Billions. He lets everybody talk the way they want. He does not bring any woke shit. He's the last true American fucking CEO owner, dude. So will Dana White's there? That 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 merger means nothing for for the UFC. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Clearly, yeah, hopefully he can be there as long as he can. Clearly, if it was script writing, Sean Strickland wouldn't have won. No, you know he would have lost in some crazy fashion. Yeah, he's not Vince McMahon. <laughs> he doesn't write the. It would have been like six knockdowns and. He doesn't write the scripts, you know? Vince McMahon, bro, is fucking... Anyways, that's it, man. That's all I got, brother. All right. Enjoy the weekend, guys. Watch some football. Watch some fights. Get some tacos. Get some tequila. Eat some ribs. Let's go, baby.